0: All right, we had a battle of top 10 teams, in Eugene and uh, Oregon really boat-raced UCLA. Uh, really very comfortable win for them. Bo Nix, another phenomenal offensive performance, and uh pains me to say it, they're looking like the Death Star in the conference potentially right now. We're going to talk about all that and more on this week's Eligible Receivers. He's Eric. I'm Warren. Let's start the show.
1: Hello, blog fans.
0: Well, you work all week on trying to identify who the Eligible Receivers are. This is Eligible Receivers, the show where we review last week's Pac-12 action, pick this week's Pac-12 games against the spread, and keep track of how we're doing on our picks over the course of the season. We had a short four-game conference slate last week, and let's kick matters off with a pretty brutal game on paper and a pretty brutal game in practice. uh, Stanford and Arizona State. Uh, It was a game where Stanford was, what, favored by like two or two and a half points, something like that. Stanford wasn't home. Uh, Stanford trailed uh, for most of the game, and they have a furious second half rally where they kick three field goals to Arizona State's zero points. Stanford wins by one, 15 to 14. I believe last week
1: you described this game as a game that only a mother could love, and that is true. That game was awful. Uh, I mean, I watched it because it's football, and why not? But yeah. uh, brutal, brutal display of college football by two really incompetent programs. Stanford on a two-game winning streak now, though, having beaten Notre Dame and ASU. So maybe
0: things are looking up for them. Yeah, I mean, good for them to bank a couple wins, and they could probably trick themselves into thinking like, hey, man, we just get three more of these things, and we're, uh,
1: we're, we're going to the Taco Bell Bowl or
0: whatever. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever bowl. I
1: don't even know. There's so many bowls.
0: Yeah, but pretty, uh, well, oh, Emery Jones was back for Arizona State. That's probably good. their, probably their worst quarterback. I mean, yeah, good to me when I saw him. Like, yeah, <laughs> looked competent as hell. Well, they, they, that wasn't with the program. They're, tra- they're tanking for a draft pick. Yeah, they are. They're mm-hmm. doing a, yeah, We'll see. We'll see who they hire for head, head coach there. Well, I was seeing that, uh, there were some tweets about that they kept their AD who made the Herm Edwards hire, yep. Uh, and there were like Nat, like Dan Wolkin or whatever, was just like, you know, essentially tweeting the effect of like, how on earth could they justify doing this?
1: Their their president is one of the dumbest guys, and he, I mean, he was like the biggest Larry Scott backer mm. of all of them. Like he just <laughs> he's just a moron. That guy's picking. So, well, he's due. Yeah. <laughs>
0: At some point, you got to say he's due, yeah. <laughs> but they were just like, what? Are this guy, they hired this incompetent coach who, like, led them straight to sanctions that are still pending, and they're going to keep him on and let him hire another guy. Unbelievable. That Arizona State program should not – I mean, it's, they should have a run where they're good at some point. Like, their fan engagement is, like, pretty reasonable, uh, like, when they're, when they're going. Like, I mean – The university is basically Ohio state in good
1: weather and better looking girls. Like it's not unreasonable to think. I mean, it's massive, right? It's like a hundred thousand student university, undergrads and
0: graduates. Yeah. It's absolutely. I I think I somehow have three degrees from there.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I, it, you, it's, they should absolutely mop the floor with everybody in athletics with the size they are. And the, I mean, where they're located, the weather, I mean, it's like, are, you got to be kidding me that this program and this like athletic department can't get its act together. They should never lose.
0: Yeah. It doesn't make a lick of sense. It does not make a lick of sense. Uh But, you know, I guess they'll stick with uh, the one that brung them uh athletic director wise and probably uh, be, you know, as irrelevant as they've been for pretty much my entire life. You know, they like have an okay team once every 15 years. The one upside I'll say to
1: their current coaching search is I've heard Oregon's uh, offensive coordinator, uh, Dellingham, his name kicked around a lot. Like he's like apparently really in the running for that job and apparently wants it. Okay. which I'm all for that because it disrupts Oregon. Anything that disrupts Oregon,
0: I'm in favor of. So the fact that that might happen, I'm, I'm on board. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, next up, we had uh, Oregon State and uh, Colorado. Colorado, fresh off their huge upset win against Cal. Oregon State, uh, were Vegas was begging you to take Colorado in this game. 23.5 points spread at one point. Uh, but Oregon State just mopped the floor with them, forty-two to nine, non-contest. Uh, doing Zoom, what a good team should do to a bad team. The buffs are back, baby. Yeah, they're back. <laughs> we,
1: we had, they momentarily left their their bodies to win a game against Cal as fifteen-point dogs, but now they're back to losing not just comfortably but extraordinarily, and. There's nothing about this game that we should talk about other than it, it ended, which is great.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, what I will say for Oregon State's standpoint is that like they had a run there against USC and Utah, where they were just they couldn't turn the ball over in, enough, and good for them to have no uh, interceptions and be on the positive side of a turnover margin. And oh, look at that, they killed the other team because really their their offensive stats like don't uh, jump off the page or anything like that. It's just like. Field position against a team that can't do anything, and you take the ball away from them a couple times. That'll do it. Yeah, I mean this is just uh, a workmanlike drubbing. Um, next, the big the big game of the week: UCLA and Oregon. Uh, UCLA undefeated coming into this one. Oregon uh, undefeated in conference. Their one loss was to uh, <laughs> presumptive uh, college football playoff finalist Georgia, uh, and. I mean, the second quarter of this game, this thing was over. Uh, it was thirty-one to thirteen at the half, uh, and UCLA, you know, wins the second half by three points, but it ain't anywhere near enough. Oregon, uh, fifteen-point winners, and Bo Nix uh, is, you know, I mean, he's p- accurate passing. Tw- I mean, twenty-two of twenty-eight for five touchdowns and two hundred eighty-three yards, gorgeous. And then he's going to run for another fifty-one. I mean, it's just, they are, they are humming on offense right now. Yeah. Not bad. huh? Um, like Bo Nix is like, like really you take out that Georgia game. He's like a fringe Heisman guy. Cause he's had a handful of these week where he's, he's like responsible for like four or five, six touchdowns.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, he and P, uh, Phoenix have like really incredible numbs this year. Different because he's not, Nix isn't throwing the ball. He's running the ball a lot more. Yeah. He's got a bunch more running touchdowns, but. Similarly, I mean, like both of them are in the end zone four times a game, like, and it's it's pretty insane. I I mean, I'm not at all surprised by the outcome of this game. I picked Oregon in this game. Like our entire adult lives, Oregon has won this game. You yeah, know what I mean, like, yeah, and won it comfortably. Yeah, I don't know and what so, I was thinking taking you. And so late. it's like this is just like, or of course Oregon wins this game. Um, so you gotta assume at this point it's Oregon and SC. Um for the title probably you know in the conference barring some injuries or something but it's like that's that's what it's going to take to knock oregon and sc off of a collision course for the conference championship
0: all right and then the the last game of the week was washington and cal uh the night game pac-12 after dark on espn um and i'll tell you what we got to the half of this game. washington ends up winning the game 28 to 21 uh it got a little dicey. Washington had extended their lead out to uh, uh, two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Cal got one back, but this felt to me largely like Washington was in control. They certainly could have lost. Uh, but, uh, you know, I mean, just due to how close the final score ended up being, but I was ultimately satisfied. But what I was going to say was at the half, I mean, it was two Washington field goals and, uh, and that was it. It was 6-0 at the half. Looked terrible. And then all of a sudden they came out in the second half just trading touchdowns.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is one of those games, man, where I'm watching this game. And, you know, there's a handful of really good games on Saturday. You know, not just in not in the Pac-12. There's only the one. But, you know, Nate, like across the nation, like, you know, you're watching good games in the SEC. You're watching good games in the Big 12. You're watching, like, good programs play. You know, there was a great, really good Clemson-Syracuse game.
0: That was a really good and, game.
1: And it's the middle of the night. You're watching the production value. ESPN has their, like, Z team on the call. You're watching these two teams in the first half in particular do fuck all on offense. Complete, you know, clown show. There's 76 people watching the, the broadcast you know, in total, there's 157 people in the stands. And I'm just thinking of like 20 years of you and I, like 13 years, of you and I podcasting 20 plus years, of you and I being Husky fans, like, man, we've got like a poor
0: return on our investment. for all that
1: time
0: <laughs> You know, what's messed up. Is that like
1: this bullshit? Like,
0: yeah. <laughs> like, like the previous two weeks, Washington for me had been, uh, preempted uh by mariners playoffs you know so i wasn't keeping as close an eye on it so personally i had a very rewarding experience watching this game uh because i just front to back the thing uh was in a good mindset where i was like i'm not expecting them to win 54 to three you know it's like i just want to watch them play football and you know hopefully win cal uh you know has in recent years kind of bizarrely given us trouble compared to like where the you thought the two programs were heading into the game. Um uh, they had a like a two game winning streak at the tail end of the Peterson thing where uh really uh <laughs> gave me some negative feelings towards them. So it was yeah. nice. I enjoyed uh you know seeing them handle their business and uh I th- correct me if I'm wrong but I think the first time in the Kalen DeBoer era where a close game breaks our way we hung in we couldn't do everything we wanted on offense Cal had a good system where they're just like we're not going to get beat over the top and you have to take your uh you know five five to eight yards at a time and Phoenix took him uh you know he didn't he didn't force anything and then when stuff materialized you know by the end of it we'd kept their defense on the field a ton uh and we were able to take care of business
1: yeah, I guess. I, mean, I don't know. I, I, I like every, it. Everything you said is true. I was just like between the production value, listening to Ted Robinson or whoever it yeah, was. Yeah, like a, called, in a
0: like a maybe fifty percent full stadium that had Marshawn Lynch swearing on the broadcast.
1: Nobody's watching and you're just like you're like, Man, like there's some good games today and this just isn't one of them. <laughs> like and this is the team that I've poured my, my heart and soul and money into for twenty years. And here we are, and we are, like, we're nowhere. We're, like, nowhere's built. Yeah.
0: But what what, what I is. like about it is that, like, that, that's a game that's for us as Washington fans. The uh, lowest uh, uh, people that were overtly watching it on the group chat uh, of any Husky game this season. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, it, that's for us, and that's for some guys at Florida State working on blackout number two. Uh, yep. Of the day, yep. just yep. sitting there, they're being, you know watching, just psyching themselves up, getting in there. One of the guys picked Cal, one of the guys picked Washington, and they're just yelling at each other, having yep. a grand old time. Probably
1: got a couple screens going, like got a video game going on one screen, got yeah. that on the other. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you there. No, <laughs> yeah. look, I love. I mean, I look, I love college football and the pageantry of it. And I and I low key, I mean, I went to Colorado last year. I went to Arizona State this year. I low key love the shitty games. But it's just like, for whatever reason, it was very stark
0: to me on Saturday how far away we are from, like, being good. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, yeah. No, I agree with that. Like, I'm, 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 like, I'm to the point now with Washington and any Pac-12 game, right, where if I, like, turn on a Husky game and it's, like, uh, 75% full and it looks, like, fairly lively, I'm like, okay, good. We're, this is, like, a, at least a, an acceptable floor of atmosphere. That, yeah. you know, for as bad as Washington is on that front compared to how we were uh, when we were in college, uh, like everybody else is like way worse, except for maybe Oregon
1: and oh, yeah, Utah. Yeah.
0: Like, the, like in terms of like the places where as an opposing player, you could walk out and get goosebumps and feel like you're at an event. I think it's like really Washington, Oregon and Cal or Washington, Oregon and Utah, rather, in the conference. Yeah, 100 yeah, yeah,
1: percent. And then
0: like, a you know, and then obviously every other school is kind of like opponent. Dependent, uh, like like you know, an Apple Cup at Washington State State's going to be live. Uh, Civil War at Oregon State State's going to be live, but for the most part, it's just kind of its own thing, man. Yeah, it's not like that. It's not like the other conferences. We kind of don't Pack- give a shit a lot of the time. Pack twelve after dark. We're just doing our own thing out here. Yeah. Uh. So, Phoenix. Uh. Fifty-one attempts, three hundred and seventy-four yards through the air, two touchdowns, no picks. Ground game, I think, was like more effective. Practically than it was uh, in terms of like overwhelming from a yardage standpoint. I think especially as the game wore on, we were able to get there. Uh, yeah. Criticism I want to levy against Talapapa, who opened the ears or starting running back. The uh, game catch? Yeah, he was dropping wide open balls left and I mean three drops then, at least that I, that were pretty stark where he was just alone on balls not, that were not terribly thrown. Did not play in the second half. I, and I good good. I'm happy to see <laughs> it. I mean, yeah, we only dropped, got about 30 running backs for some reason that we got in this rotation, so. Dropped all three of those
1: passes in the first half, and they were like, that's good. Like, yeah. thanks for coming. Up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we're trying to say, we got a wild dick sitting right here, and we'll yeah. break glass and use it. Cam Davis,
1: Cam Davis had a nice little 30, 25-yard touchdown run in the kind of sealed the game, I
0: think, the last touchdown, right? Like, Yeah. That
1: was a nice play. I enjoyed Oh, that. no, it was,
0: it was a wild dick, dude. It was a little little pass play to the right side.
1: Uh, the oh the the where he where he got loose and went to went to the yeah
0: thirty six yard touchdown there with 11-11 to go in the fourth for the for the last points Washington would score and the points they would need for the victory. All right, yeah, and then Washington just kind of hung on.
1: Now and oh. the Cam Davis scored it, right? I'm not I'm right about that. Or yeah, that, so he, I mean
0: I mean like uh, Washington able to write the ship after the uh, losses uh, against uh, UCLA and Arizona State. There was a second there where we're like, wait a second, are we going to get bowl eligible? We got bowl eligible. Yeah, we beat, beat Arizona at home and beat Cal on the road, and there we go. We got to, you know, set aside some TV time in the uh, middle, late December because Washington's going to a bowl game. Washington's going to maybe El Paso, your, your favorite. Oh, my God, I might try and go. <laughs> um, let's do it. All right. <laughs> I would
1: say let's go, except I've recently purchased plane tickets for two different trips. And they are not reasonable right now.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I was looking at that because my son was talking about going on vacation next summer. And I was like, yeah, okay, we can go to like, you know, go to uh, Wisconsin, you know, and stay at the lake house over there. And, uh, yeah. and yeah, that shit is not cheap. I was like looking yeah. at that. I was like, I was like, either we're getting a hell of a deal on four tickets or the per ticket prices. Outrageous. Uh, Dude, I'm here to
1: tell you, we, we booked... We booked tickets to Hawaii next February for spring or winter break, yeah. which is now that my daughter's in kindergarten. We have to like plan around this shit yeah. and like know when the breaks are. And so that's the breaks. And so <laughs> four tickets on Alaska to Kahalui, which is the direct flight from Seattle to Maui, eight grams. No. I mean, in no way, shape or form did we buy those. That was the price. $8,000.
0: $8,000. So now
1: we're going through SFO to get to Kahalui on United for, you know, a significantly smaller number than that. But the airline game right now is no good, dude. Like these tickets are not, I have no idea how, how people are buying these tickets. It doesn't. Yeah. I don't know. $8, I'm like, my son is two and a half. Like he doesn't have any idea what to do with the seat. <laughs> like, much like I'm not paying a premium for him to sit his own. Are these seat. just Are you...
0: regular seats?
1: <laughs> Co- coach, dude.
0: Unacceptable.
1: Yeah. you ought, the, the
0: things you ought to get with a $2,000 ticket.
1: Unfrickin' believable. So now we're, we added four hours of flying to the itinerary with two small kids to go through SFO so that we're, that's not the case. But, anyways, it's...
0: <laughs> I remember, I remember telling oh, yeah, you dude. one time, uh, I uh, left my wife unchecked to book our tickets to Hawaii one year, and she had us uh, connect in Anchorage. <laughs> that's that not right that's direction? not the right way. <laughs> I was say, is that even the right direction? No, and it was like even I want to say it was even more <sighs> fucked than that. It was like we we drove to Portland for some reason to catch a plane to Alaska. <laughs> Did you have kids? Uh at least at least my our daughter. Uh I I I want to okay, say Okay, so that's, that's that's enough, dude. That's that's a logistical nightmare. Uh the flight to Anchorage was great. Uh I've I that's the only time I've ever been to Alaska. Uh and it was just to like stop over for like an hour. Uh, yeah. it was hilarious. Nobody was flying there. We had like rows to ourselves. Uh and uh, uh, they had a tchotchke store in the airport called Mussolinius, which I yeah. thought was a nice pun. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh and it was, and it was like kind of cool to like go to both the freak states in one day, you know? Yeah. You hit them all up. Yeah. To yeah. Yeah. <laughs> knock this off. But it didn't, I don't, I don't get it.
1: Did you like talk to your wife? this? Be like, walk me through this. <laughs> like, whatever. No, I told,
0: I've, I booked the flight since then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like for, we're not, whatever, whatever the premium is so that we don't have to drive to Portland to go somewhere. Go to Alaska so that we can fly to Maui. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if she like needed segments to make like a mileage plan or something. Yeah. (laughs) It was was not direct. Yeah. It's
1: not, it's not how you get there.
0: It's not. It's not. But it looked, yeah. it, but Anchorage looked gorgeous.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, you know, I'm all for it. Tell yeah. everyone,
0: what a sweetheart! <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. It's it's fun to have done, and it wasn't that bad. Who cares? I like flying all the yeah. time. It it's still has Andrew, the magic dude. for me.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's, why not? You only live once. You know, yeah. you might as well go to Anchorage.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all righty. So how we doing? Uh, picks last week? Again, bad. Um, Shit, I don't know <laughs> if I got any of these.
1: You got one. You uh, you had the you took the uh, beefs, beefs, beeves Yeah, I got two. Yeah. I Got Oregon and ASU. ASU covered. Um, Toby got two. Adam got two. That was the we won the we won the week. Tied it two and two. Kellen is riding an impressive two week winless streak now. Amazing over his last nine.
0: Yeah, amazing.
1: Um, got to get off the mat there, um, Josh, and you have both won two games in the last two weeks. Whew. That's enough. Um, it's just not good, man. We're just not doing very good. So right now, thirty-six and twenty-four is winning. Um me and Josh. No, like we got it. we got Adams at thirty five and twenty five right behind, and then everybody else is at thirty four and twenty six, except for Tubby's at thirty three and twenty seven.
0: So okay. onward we got five games this week. You can make up some ground. Well, oh, good. we're right there we're starting off on Thursday night I got to get this thing cut together right after we're done recording so we've oh, got yeah. Utah in WSU we're in Pullman we're live on FS1 the Utes are favored by seven uh, over the Washington State Cougars
1: so I saw some tweets this week that uh, the Cougs are shuffling their offensive line and you know what that made me think take Utah <laughs> yeah that's that's not good you don't want to be doing that now like not because of injury or anything else but because of performance. That
0: seems problematic to me. I tell you what, Martin Stadium, though, on a Thursday night, school's in session. It's Halloween week. We're going to see some costumes. We're going to see some drunk Cougs. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, this is going to be a vintage Pullman atmosphere.
1: Uh, But, yeah,
0: Utah. You got to take Utah here. Okay.
1: Yeah, I just – I'm not – I wasn't impressed with the fact that uh, Dickert, their coach, who I like – is shuffle the offensive line
0: for uh, non-injury related reasons this yeah. late in the season that's don't seems they like don't, to that or out. just or just do it I don't need to know about this yeah like yeah. don't tell me like like you're trying to say listen I know I realize there's a problem I'm trying to do something
1: yeah, like no yeah. just
0: do it when the game starts
1: yeah come out on Saturday and be like this guy's the the guard now that's
0: how it goes yeah <laughs> I don't get it all right uh next up Oregon is going to Cal. Where the Ducks are favored by 17, i uh, i you have to take Oregon in this game.
1: You have to. There's no way Cal is doing jack shit. They are terrible. Yeah. I watched Cal this past weekend, and frankly, like, I mean, you'd have one, but it, like, Cal is so bad. I mean, Marshall yeah, that's Michigan that's really-
0: what I was saying. Even though Washington won by seven, they felt like they were, if to me at least, it felt like they were, like, pretty under control, even when the game was tied. Yeah, Cal's offense is terrible. Yeah. Awful. Okay. USC is going to Arizona, where the Trojans are 15 and a half point favorites on the road. Uh, this and that Oregon game are now we're on Saturday, the proper day for college football. Um, three for three road teams here? Man, but road teams laying points, too. Three Every... for three road teams, significant favorites. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I think that's what you have to take. I,
1: I don't see how Arizona. I mean, Arizona beat lost to UW by ten,
0: yeah. and
1: USC's every bit at twice as good as UW. So, yeah, I agree with you, man. This is not a good week for, uh, not a good week for trying to to make up games because it's just not like a lot of room here.
0: Oh man. Uh, uh, then we have uh, Arizona State and Colorado. Here's a here's a tricky one.
1: <laughs> is it?
0: I think so. I'm 13 and a half points. This Arizona state team, we just saw them put up 14 against a not world beater Stanford team.
1: Well, I mean, Colorado brings a new definition to the concept of not world beater. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> I'd say we might be into the I'll I'm going to take the buffs for fun. Wild hmm. swings. Now two God awful football teams, but Colorado's at home. They got that home cooking. They won their last time out.
1: I'm going the other way with that and taking against you. Well, like get, let me buffs, get the
0: buffs. Get inside that I number. The
1: buffs last week against Oregon State is 23 and a half point dogs, and they got smoked. Yep. Like, Smoked. This is a shitty week of football.
0: There's <laughs> like really that, bad the, games in the conference.
1: I, like The I'm WSU almost... Utah game is the best game by a like it's the only non-double-digit spread game in the conference this week.
0: Yeah, I mean that's shocking, and it's like yeah, and it's not you know it doesn't scream out to be like an overly competitive game yeah i don't know i mean i could be i'm not going to switch off usc but i've i could be talked into usc laying an egg on the road in arizona uh
1: yeah maybe they're coming off their bye though yeah that's true we'll see yeah uh All right. then
0: the last game we have is ucla and stanford uh ucla back home they're off their first loss of the season they're favored by 16 and a half points against the stanford team that's Uh, Pretty woeful, uh, but also has won their last two games. Uh, They have. They have. uh, And it's a pretty big number. Again, UCLA 16.5-point favorites is what I'm showing. Um, And what are we on? Late night, ESPN. Eh, I'll take UCLA.
1: Nobody watching this game. UCLA all day. Yeah. All
0: right.
1: Ever so bad. This this is a shitty slate of games, man. We like.
0: I'm checking. What's our weather looking like on Saturday?
1: Probably not great.
0: Cause I had yeah, we do got no, dude, we're clear. What? I'm golfing again.
1: You want, you gonna hit the, hit the links, huh?
0: Dude, I had a two a, an under two hour eighteen holes on last Saturday. I didn't go I'm out, I went out at two. Uh, two Little after two thirty was done before four thirty, uh, and I played like garbage, but I had so much fun because I was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna finish in less than two hours."
1: What do you think about spending an inordinate amount of money on golf next year? We got the Bannon trip already, so that's already gonna happen. But
0: I've that might be that might be pushing the limits of what I'm allowed to do
1: <laughs> between I'm, that I'm, and Vegas. I'm like on the fence here, buying like new irons. I don't need them. I don't need new irons, Myers. Irons, nothing wrong with my irons.
0: I made that purchase this year, and I recommend it. It's fun. What are we thinking about?
1: This is a Japanese brand called Mira's.
0: Okay. Yeah, got it. Do you feel that void right now that you feel inside yourself because I you have don't not, have these things have yet?
1: <laughs> never in my life have I spent twenty six hundred dollars on a set of irons, and I'm like, why not? You
0: know. That could. Like, I've been saying you've kind of you know, reach the pinnacle of what a more standard iron set can be. These pings that I have, which you. were also
1: very expensive, but five years ago, you know, like I don't even know anymore. Why I even, you know.
0: Ancient technology.
1: Yeah. Ancient. I don't know, man. I'm just like, I'm thinking about it. I know you play a lot of golf. you got to play a lot more golf this year than I did for sure. But um, this next year with these banding like these banded years, I make exceptions all over the place to like get spun up for golf. And
0: I spend a lot of money on it. Yeah, I'm just thinking about this. Might be the year to just go for it. Yeah, go big, get some irons, or say it. I mean, I could be talked into like a long weekend. uh, Go to like Gamble Sands or something. Is that the one in East from Washington? Yeah, we do that in the spring because we got Vegas
1: pre pre. uh, Yeah, we we turned that into a three round weekend. That that's fantastic. Yeah, like, like that's that's a nice warm up for Bandon. So yeah, all right, let's work. Let's do it, dude.
0: Let's do it. All right. Uh, that uh, so yeah, golf. So golf this weekend. That's the advice for everybody. Is Washington fan? Listen to this. Yeah, don't uh, don't worry
1: about these games. These games suck.
0: These <laughs> games do suck. Find some other games. Yeah, they're right. I'm like I I'm gonna look right now and see if there's like anything on the national slate that does anything for me.
1: bunch of other conferences playing football this weekend. Check out one of those.
0: Ohio State and Penn State's gonna suck. Oklahoma State, Kansas State, I would say nice midday. Uh, yeah, that'll be, that'll be all right. They're both ranked uh kentucky tennessee is going to be good
1: that'd be a fun game that'd be fun as hell kentucky's low key like super fun
0: to watch there's your window right there so if you're looking for games we got noon oklahoma state kansas state after that game is going to be kentucky tennessee and then uh you fit in 18 holes somewhere around there and then you just kind of see what the pac-12 has to offer you at night not much.
1: It's not much, but it's it's live sports. That's all that matters.
0: That's right. All right. That does it for this week's episode of Eligible Receivers. For Eric, I'm Warren. Thanks for listening, everybody. We will see you next week.